Erevin Daflam above, we're starting 10 lines from the bottom of Laman Hay on the base. The Mishnah said on Laman Hay on Alf, in a case where prior to Bainish Bashish, your air rolled out of the Tchum, or a bunch of stones fell on it and made it inaccessible, or the air was completely burnt up, or the air was true and became Tameh, is not a valid air. But if it's a suffix, if this happened before Bainish Bashish, the air isn't valid, or if it happened after Bainish Bashish, the air is valid, because Rashi said once it's Hutra and it becomes an air, if it's Hutra and no issue, if the air is gone afterwards, even though it's still Shabbos. But we had a machlekes. Rameis said, and this was the sheet of Rabbi Huda as well, that this Arab is not an Arab. But Rabbi as well as Rabbi Shimon said, it is a valid Arab. Now we also ended up yesterday that although there is a chazaka, for example, in the case of Chumar, that it was tar originally, and we generally would say uki chaskasa, and the Arab therefore should be valid. But Rameis still holds Arab tchumen since it's the Raisa, like Rabbi Kiva's Rabbi will say later on in the Masechta. So we don't use a chazaka to be makel by the Raisa, and that's why Rameis said in our Mishnah that it's not a valid Arab when it's a suffix. And our Gemara today starts off Rami Deraisa Deraisa Rameya that we should ask a steer from one Deraisa to another Deraisa according to Rameya. Means we just said that if you are Rameya, we don't have a Chazaka to be maker by Deraisa, but we'll bring a Raya that Rameya himself holds that even by Deraisa we use a Chazaka to be maker. It's now we learned in the Mishnah. If someone's sleeping and he touches someone in the middle of the night for any day and he's not sure, Imchai Imes, if the person he's touched was alive at the time or if he was dead, the Lamacha Hishkil Matzai Mes, but in the morning he wakes up and he found that that person is dead. Rameya Matai, Rameya says that Ruvain who touched Shimon is still tar. Because anyone that's tummy, we look at that person, the person that's dead, as he was at the time that you found him. And since when you find him, he was dead. Therefore we say he was originally dead as well. But let's go back to Rameya. Rameya says it's tar. Why does he say tar? It must be because when Ruvain went to sleep and Shimon was there, Shimon was originally alive. And therefore we say that we make a chazaka and we say that Shimon was likely alive when he touched him, and therefore Ruvain didn't become tummy. Now, that is because we have a chazaka that you keep Shimon on the chazaka that he was alive. So you see, Rameh uses the din of chazaka, even Lohakel, by tummy mace, which is the din derived so that he become tummy mace. Amr Abimiyot, Mishnah Seinu, Kishayolah, Sheretz, Kobe, and The story was in our Mishnah that the Sheretz was already dead and was on the Truma the entire time, Ben and therefore it was Vade Tommy. In fact, if that's the case, and that's where Rameh says in our Mishnah that Misafik is not a good age. How could it be that Rabbi who argued on Rameya and said that the Suffolk Erev is Kasha, if it was Vade dead by the time Be'er Shemashas, then for sure it's not a good Erev, and therefore how could Rabbi say such a thing? And more so, Tyson points out that Ba'an Tyson have a Muslim effect for her, laying Rameya Rabbi Yudah, raising Chamagomel, really even on Rameya Rabbi Yudah, Rameya Rabbi Yudah didn't say it's definitely not a good Erev. They just said they only allow to have the space between your house and where you made the Erev, because that's Vade, something which actually overlapped between the two Erevin. But if you can say Vade wasn't a good Erevin, really, you should be able to walk any side of your house because if it was for sure and Vade not a good Erev. So the Gemara says in the other Rabbi 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 Yezim, both say, Hacha, in our Mishnah, we're talking about a case where it was Trumatayra, but there was Shteki to Edom, asking with two peers of Edom that came and say that Edom. Achasem Erevin, by Jaimitnoah, one said, was sure that the Truma became Tomei while it was still day, and therefore it's not a good Erev. One says, was certain that the actual Truma became Tomei not before Bein but only after Bein and therefore it is a valid Erev. So how does this answer the question? The Territ says as follows, that when you were touching the mace and you're not sure if he was alive or dead, of course you could say a Chazaka, even Lakula by the Deraisa. However, Rameya and Rabbi Yesi are being Chaylik in a very specific case where there were two key to Adam, and therefore the question between Rameya and Rabbi Yesi is, how do you 
look at Trey Kita Edim that are Saisim Ladadi. Rabbi Yesi holds that they completely cancel each other out. And as we said, even by the Raisi, you can use Chazaka. And therefore, you're now left with the original Chazaka that the Truma is tar until this point, And therefore, the Erev is valid. However, Amayol, we still have a group of Edim that said that it's not a valid Erev. And the Chazaka can't win over actual Haggadah's Edis, even when there is a group of Edim that are supporting the Chazaka. And that's why he said it's not a valid Erev. Or he said, at least be Suffolk, it's not a valid Erev. Now, the way we explained it is the simplest way to understand this machleks are made rabbi based on what we just said. However, others explain this a little more technical, getting into involved in Suffolk derisis and Suffolk drabonans and how you look at them. And we're not going to get into that as detailed right now. The Gemara continues. Alam vavim nav. Rava Amar Rava brings the third tariff. Hasam trei chazaka. We go lekula. Vachachad chazaka. And we go lechumra. The gersa of the Gemara based on the way Rashi seems to be saying. Others have the guess of vachachad chazaka lekula that there is only one chazaka which goes lekula. But the point of the Gemara right now is that both by our Mishnah, which is referring to the din of Erev, and by the case of Reuben that was sleeping and touched Shimon, who was potentially dead during the night, can both be discussing where there were two conflicting peers of Adam. But by the case of Tomei Mace, there were actually two Chazakas, and therefore you go Lakula. What were the two Chazakas? First of all, the person that was sleeping there, Reuben, is Tar, and therefore we say, let him be on the Chazaka, he was Tar. Number two, Shimon that went to sleep was alive, and therefore we say, let us keep the Chazaka, he's alive until we found him dead, and therefore it goes Lakula. But over here, by the case of Truma, there's actually only one Chazaka. The Chazaka is that the Truma was tar before Shabbos, and we should say that Uke Chazaka. However, since we have Trey against Trey Adim, so we say one Chazaka is not enough. However, if you have two Chazakas, that's even going to be good enough to go against two conflicting pairs of Adas. The Gemara now is, Kasher Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yisrael said that a Suffolk Erev is valid because Uke Chazaka, and yet we had a case of the Suffolk Tavel, Suffolk Light Tavel, by a person who is Tamer Rabbanan, where Rabbi Yisrael said the person is Tamer, and we don't follow a chazaka even by a drabonon. By the case of Tumor, where is a suffix if you were Tumor or not, but you were Tumor with drabonon, since the Ikka of Tumor is Mindraisa, and like Rashi says, Lahachi Achmer Rabbanon, Ap is suffix Tfilas Tumor Drabonon, the Lelaisa Lazuzule, the suffix Tfilas Tumor Deraisa. Masha'in came by Erev or by Tchumen, which is only drabonon, therefore there's no Ikka in our there's nothing similar to Tchumen in the Torah, so therefore we say Lakula, and you can follow the chazaka if you are and we say it's a valid Eir Misafik. In fact, Gemara Shabbos Naman who told you that Rabbi holds that Tchumen is the Rabbana and Tchumen is the Raisa, just like Rameh holds, because if Rameh and Rabbi would actually be arguing if Tchumen is the Raisa or Tchumen Rabban, then they should have said that the Machlekes is if Tchumen is the Raisa or Tchumen Rabban. And by the fact that they would just call look, if by a Suffolk, if it is valid or if it's not valid, it would seem that they both agree that Tchumen is the Raisa like we said if you're Rameh. But the Gemara answers no, because Rabbi Yisrael Tchumen Rabban, even though it's true that they're being Chaylik, however, Rabbi Yisrael actually holds Tchumen Rabbanan, and that's why he holds the Suffolk, it's still a valid Erev, and you Uke Cheskasa, because Tchumen has no Ikum in the it has no basis in the Torah, Masha Enkein, Tchumen Rabbanan has a basis, and that's why I'm a Machber. The Baisem, another Torah says, Hadidei Adrabe. By Tchumen Rabbanan, it's Rabbi Yisrael Shita by himself, that he holds, that even by Adrabanan and Machber, we don't go Basa Chazaka. Masha Enkein, our Mishnah, but the Geir Tchumen is going like his Rabbi, they can I'll bring you right, the Tani we learned, Amr Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael said in our Mishnah, Av Tchumen Hayin, Mishim Chamish Thomas said an aid is from five zakanim. Shesafik Eir Kasha Shmaimanai. So you see, he's only saying something from his Rebbe, but it's not his own shita, and that's right. Rabbi Kvega asked the Lachari if it's his Rebbe, why did he call him Thomas by his first name? He should have had more covered. Rav Am 
Rabbi gives a third time. Over there, the time of Rabbi Yasi is by the case where it's a suffix if he was Tavo or not. This person is at least Tami Rabbanan, and he has Chazaka and he's Tami, and therefore we let it stay in the Chazaka of the Emily Tavo when we say it in the title. Over there, we say that the Mikvah is as a Chazaka, it was a Kosher Mikvah, and we say, Nachasa, so why do you say that you don't look at it and you say that this person is Tami? Tigmar says, but Mikvah Shalim, that we'll talk about a very specific case over there, that the Mikvah was never measured, and therefore the Mikvah didn't have actual Chazaka. So therefore, the only Chazaka over there that we have is actually that this person who is Tami is still going to be Tami. Masha Enkin, in our Mishnah, we had a suffix if this Truma became Tami or not, but the Chazaka was that the Truma was Tar. So we continue to follow Chazaka, and therefore the Erev is a valid Erev. Tanya will enterprise the case of Rabbi Yasi Suffolk Erev Kasha. What's the case where Rabbi Yasi said that Suffolk Erev is Kasha? Erev Truma. Either Kayim made an Erev with the Truma, or Yisrael made an Erev with Truma, which we said earlier that since it's right for Kayim, that would be a good Erev, according to Rabbana, not Lafi Sumchis. And that Truma was Tar at that point when you made Erev. But now, Suffolk by Yom Nitbeis, I'm not sure if it became Tame from prior to Banish Mashus, and therefore it's not a good Erev, or or maybe it happened after Gatakah, therefore it's a valid Erev. And we have the same Shiloh right now. The Gemara thinks we're talking about Paris, that's Tevel, which means that Truma wasn't taken off of it yet. Suffolk by Yom Nitbeis, but we're not sure. After you made an Erev, at that point it was Tevel. But we're not sure if you took off the Truma properly before Banish Mashus, and therefore it's a valid Erev. Or maybe it only happened after it got dark, and if it's not a valid Arab, Zero Suffolk Arab caution. That's a Suffolk Arab, but it would be caution in that case. Like Rashi explains, prior to you putting there as an Arab, it already was a Mesopic to you what it was, if it was Tame or if it was Tar. Therefore, there was no Kazaka that this Arab was actually a good Arab at any point. Now, Tyson seems to be bothered with Rashi Pshat, and therefore he says, There's two piles in front of us. There was no Chazak at all. What's that he's bothered by? It seems he's bothered because who cares if the Suffolk was known before I placed the Truma as Meir, or if I actually placed it there, and then you have a Suffolk when the Tuma came, or if there was Tuma at all, there's still Chazaka that it was tar at that point, and therefore the Chayrit should be a good Erev, and it should go back into the same suffix, the same Achleik as between Ramea and Rabesi. V'chein b'peri is suffix, this is a suffix, listen, you know, if you had peri, that when you place it as your Erev, there was a suffix, if it was taken off Tuma or not, ain't the suffix Erev Kasha, that's not a suffix of Erev Kasha, and that's not what Rabesi is talking about. So, Frank Gemara, Mashna, Tuma, Darmin, Hamad, Tuma, Chazkasa, why do you say by Tuma? You place the Tuma on the Chazaka, and therefore it's tar, peri's nami should be the opposite. We should say the parents have the chazaka the opposite that says since it was tevel at this point, therefore it must continue to be tevel, and therefore how can you say that it's and is considered the air of kashul for your basi? And the Gemara answers like Now the Gemara generally means a mixture of chum and chulin together. Rashi has two pshatim over here. Either the person originally put chulin as his air, which is a good air for all people, and then chuma fell in, which is the standard case of dumua, and now it's only right for a kind to eat and the Shailas of Fisubchas, that an Erev has to be mutter for this individual to eat himself, and this is only right for a Kayin. Or, we are discussing a case where Teva fell into Chulam, which isn't right to anyone, and Rabbi Yezi could go evil if you're Rabbanan, and then he says that since Lemaisa it was Chulam originally, and now there was a suffix, so Rabbi Yezi says, Hamid Chulam al Chaskasa, and we say that the Erev is a kosher Erev. If someone had in front of him two loaves of bread, one was Trumatayra, and one was Trumatayra, and one was Trumatayra, and he wasn't 
sure which one was Tom, which was Tom and And he said to Shlich, make sure that say the Erev is, whichever one of these loaves of bread is the Torah one, that's the one that I want to become my Erev. Ma, what's it then? Because he doesn't know for sure which one is the one that he's allowed to eat on Shabbos or not. The Gemara says, because I've kind like Maybe Ramey only said over there that it's not a valid Erev, the Lekat because there's not for sure one that's Torah over there because that's good for the Shailah. But Hacha, Ikataira, over here for sure one of them is Torah, even though I don't know which one to eat, but for sure one is Torah. In our Mishnah, there was only one loaf of bread that we had a Shailah on, if it's Tame or if it's Tar, and he knows that right now, before Shabbos, he could say that I want this one to be my Erev, and if I find out if it's Tar or Tame, once I find it's Tar, I'll be able to eat it, and if I know that this Vada is going to be my Erev, but Mashenkin, on the case that we just had, even if we would find out on Shabbos or Benish Mashas which one was Tar and which one is Tame, at this point, when I'm trying to decide which one is going to be my Suda, I have no idea which is going to be my Suda, and therefore that should be worse, and maybe it's not going to be a valid Erev at all. On that, Gemara says, Amalei, Bein Rabbeisi, Bein Rabbeisi, Bein in our case, since I'm not defining which one is the actual Erev, and I don't have a specific Chala, which is for sure going to be the Erev, if it would be Tar, then we say that that can't be an Erev, and Erev has to be something that's Vade right now, going to be the Suda that's Roy Mibayyan, if I knew it, it was Tar. And like Rashi says, it's not an Erev at all, it's not even like the case where you can walk from the bias to the Makam Erev, and only there, the Erev is completely invalid, and therefore from your bias you can walk, and either direction for 2,000 Amis. And the Gemara now continues with another Shiloh. Someone says, This piece of bread today is Chal, and therefore I can use it for my Erev. But tomorrow on Shabbos it should automatically become Hegdish. And then he tells his Shliach, Make an Erev from this piece of Chal. What's it then? The Erev is a good Erev. However, if the person says, Today it should be Hegdish, tomorrow I want to be pointed on this money, and the Chalais of the pigeon in order to take off the Kedusha and make it Chal only happens once it's Shabbos. And then he says the Shliach, make an Erev which is piece of Chal. What's it then? Do you say that it happened or it didn't happen? The Erev is not Chal because we say that it was still Hegdish and you can't make an Erev out of a piece of Hegdish. The Gemara says, what's the difference between the first case and the second case? If it's an Erev in the first case, it should be an Erev in the second case. If it's not an Erev in the first case, it should be an Erev in the second case. And I will give you a Teretz once you pay me by measuring out for me a quart of salt. This is how Rashi explains it over here and the Rishash says it really is B'dichasah. They were just like making a comment to him that it's a Geshmaka thing I'm going to tell you and you really should pay me for this. And Rav Nachman explains the difference. If I say that today is Chal and it only should become Hegdish once it's Vaday Laila and only once it's Vaday tomorrow once it's Shabbos. And therefore now during Be'an Hashemash we don't say that it's Vaday Shabbos and therefore it doesn't become Hegdish. Now, the din of Erev is based on the moment that Ben Shmashes comes, that's the time that the Erev is Chal, and therefore it's Vada and Erev. However, Hayyim Kaddish Lomachachal, in the case where I said today it should be Hegdish, and only tomorrow when it's Vada Shabbos, then it should become Chulin, you should be able to be piped this honest money I have sitting here right now. In order for the period of Hegdish to actually occur, it has to be Vada Lail, it has to be Vada Shabbos, and therefore from the time of the Suffolk during Ben Shmashes, then the Kedusha doesn't come off it, and therefore it was Hegdish at the moment that Ben Shmashes came, and therefore it can't be an Erev because an Erev is Chal at the beginning of Ben Hashemashos and at the beginning of Ben Hashemashos this food was Vaday Hegdish the Gemara continues to say we learned in the Mishnah in Tful Yayim Lagin Tful Yayim Shemalu Menachavi Shalmaisa Tabel Vama Reza Trumas Maisa L'Shitech Shech Dvarav Kayamin if a lady takes a wood jug that was Tameh but was already placed in the
in the mikvah, and until Har of Shemesh, the jug is considered a Tfulyayim, and with Rabbanon, it can be Mutamit Shuma and make it a Shlishi Lutuma, and you fill this jug up from a larger barrel of pears with pears of Maisarishin that the Levi didn't yet take off Chumas Mais from, and is therefore Tevel the Chumas Mais. And the Levi says, I want these pears that are in this jug to be the Chuma for the pears that are in the barrel, and it should only be called once it's nightfall. This will work, and the Chuma will only become Chuma at night, and at that point, the jug is completely tar and doesn't transfer any Tuma to it. But if at the same time you said you just jug a pair from my air of tonight when Shabbos starts, it doesn't work because at the point of Harav Shemesh it was still Tavel because Trumas Meisah wasn't hufish from these pairs yet until it's actually Vade Laila. From this Mishnah we see that an Erev is actually Chal by the beginning of Bainish Mashes, which is considered Saifayim, which means the end of Friday, which is the beginning of Bainish Mashes, and at that point it's still Tavel, and that's why the Erev doesn't work in this particular case. And we turn to Labbav and Beis, and Rava continues, the that the end of Bainish Mashes is when the Erev is Kana, which means at the beginning of Shabbos, if you said, make this my Erev, why is it not a good Erev? Of course it's pretty good at that point, it's already taken off this Trumas Mice, and therefore it's not Tevel, and once it's not Tevel anymore, therefore this Maiserishan is right, not only for Levi, but even the Yisrael could eat Maiserishan, and therefore why should this Erev not be a good Erev? Papa, Papa says, you might say that the only time it becomes an Erev and you need it to be kind in the Erev is only when it's end of Bainish Mashes, when it's the time of Shabbos itself. But However, even though that's when the Erev is actually Chal, you still need a suit that was and you didn't have that, and that's why it wouldn't be good Erev in that situation, because at that point it was still Tevel and it was Roy Lachilo. We continue with our Mishnah. A person could really make two Erevs, one on the right side, one in Mizrach of his house, and one to the Meyer side of his house, and he makes it tonight and says, if Goyim come from the east and therefore I have to run away from them and therefore I could go all the way to the Maya of 2,000 Amas from my house and then an additional 2,000 Amas afterwards because my Shvisa was B'mayrv and Minamayrv if they come from the west my Erev should be on the east side and the same thing should apply they come from both sides then I can decide which side I want because it's a din of the Eish if they don't come to east side then I can say I don't want the Erev to work at all, I want my Shvisa to be my Makkah where I am sitting or I'm living right now, and at that point I'll be able to go to all four sides from my house or from my city, either Mizrach, Meir, Tzaf, and Odarim. I could go 2,000 Amis in any direction I want, I'm not locked into any of these Erevin at all. And the same thing would apply if it's real relevant, you want to make some sort of time, but a Gael Chacham coming to the Dash, and you're not sure where he's coming to, in if you say that if I find out that the Chacham came before Shabbos to a city on the east side of me, a rule of Mizrach, then my, my Erev to be my Mizrach, and therefore I should be able to walk to the Chacham. Min Ha'mariv, if he comes on the Ma'ariv, and I find out in the middle of Shabbos, that guy, the Chacham came to that area, a Ruvul Ma'ariv, then I want my Erev to be from, to west. But if he comes to both sides, which means that two different Chacham that come to either side, again, I could choose which side I want my Erev to be. If I find out he didn't come not to either side, then I reign a Kibbeiri, then I want to still be like my city dweller, and therefore since my house is in the middle of the city, I could walk 2,000 Amis from any point in my city, and I could go east, west, north, and south. I'm not restricted at all. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Let's say a Rebbe came to one side, and the other side, Stama Dashin came. You have to go to your Rebbe itself, and that would show that that was Yugilu Das. Originally, you would want to go to your Rebbe. If both people that came to both sides are 
could go to either side. You're not restricted to either rabbi. Now, Tyson points out, what's the chiddush? Even if one of these two rabbi that came, one's your rabbi mubik and one's stammer rabbi that you had, then you still have a right to go to the rabbi and you don't have to necessarily dafka go to rabbi mubik. Now, just to recap, it comes out, if you Mishnah, there's a din of yesh bera, even though there's a general machlek is about yesh bera or bera, and our Mishnah is going with the sheet of the yesh bera. However, Rabbi Yehuda just pointed out that there's sometimes, even if you said yesh bera, you can't just say I could choose whatever I want. Sometimes it's kimle begavei like Rashi says the b'shask is air daik to lemikdale ahu air the lutzad rabbi. When it's your rebbe, then for sure that would have been your das originally, and therefore you can't say now that I really want to hear someone else who's not necessarily my rebbe at all. Now we also saw that the Mishnah gave us two cases. One is with the goyim that were coming in. That's someone you want to run away from, and therefore, wherever you put your ear, that's the place where you're running away from the Goyim, and the other place is where the Tamachachim is coming or your Rebbe is coming, and that's the place where you're going to run to because you want to hear the Joshua. However, he took the Mishnah and they actually reversed it that by the Goyim, he said that you were running towards the Goyim, and by the Rebbe or by the Chacham, it said that you were running away from him. So, Kasha Nachram, Nachram, Kasha Chacham, Chacham, it comes out that Goyim on Goyim is a Kasha and Chacham on Chacham. It says Nachram, Nachram, like Kasha, that the Mishnah and Rabbi they learned is not schwer because Harbin Paragbada by Amish we're talking about a tax collector and therefore you're running away from a tax collector. Over there in the case of Rabbi Yitzchak was talking about town officials and you are people that you want to meet. You need them to discuss different various issues in the city to actually thank them or to complain to them, etc. But it's more a political thing and therefore you have to actually meet them. And that's why you say that if you made the air, you could actually go towards them. And Chacham Chacham like Kasha in our Mishnah when we said that we're talking about someone you want to go towards. Was that's talking about people who tell me to come and you want to go listen to their shear. And Rabbi Yitzchak Braisa, when it says you're going to run away from them, you're going to go the opposite direction, is referring to someone that came to town who was a Tamachacham that would teach the children how to read Kriyashma and how to learn and how to daven. Now Rashi has a little bit of an interesting pshat of why you're running away from that person that's coming to teach your children how to daven. But the Aruch says the pshat was that you're running away from that person because he's coming to collect his schalimun and therefore you're running away from him because you don't want to pay him and we'll stop over here.